0: Welcome to Five Minutes in Church History, hosted by Dr. Stephen Nichols, where we take a little break from the present to go exploring the past. Travel back in time as we look at the people, events, and even the places that have shaped the story of Christianity. This is our story, our family history. Let's get started.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Church History. Last week, we were talking about the pulpit. That Latin word, pulpitum, and that object that appears in so many churches. Well, we also find the pulpit appearing in, of all places, that great American novel by Herman Melville, none other than Moby Dick. Moby Dick has 135 chapters. They have fascinating names like The Shark Massacre and other interesting names. Two of the chapters in particular come early in the book, that have great names. Chapter 9 is entitled The Sermon. Chapter 8 is entitled The Pulpit. So this is Melville's description of a pulpit of a fabled New England church. It's sort of a conglomerate picture that Melville is putting together. And of course, they are about to go out to sea, questing after the great white whale, and before they go, all the sailors will show up that Sunday in church to hear that sermon before they're sent off to sea, and they might not come back again. Well, this is chapter 8 on the pulpit. Let's read Melville's description. He tells us how he's sitting there in the pew of the church, and Father Maple comes in, and then he starts walking towards the pulpit. Melville says, like most old-fashioned pulpits, It was a very lofty one, and since a regular stairs to such a height would, by its long angle with the floor, seriously constrict the already small area of the chapel, the architect, it seemed, had acted upon the hint of Father Maple and finished the pulpit without a stairs, substituting a perpendicular, that is, straight up and down, side ladder like those used in mounting a ship from a boat at sea. The wife of a whaling captain had provided the chapel with a handsome pair of red ropes for this ladder. Halting for an instant at the foot of the ladder and with both hands grasping the ornamental knobs of those red ropes, Father Maple cast a look upwards. And then, with a truly sailor-like but still reverential dexterity, hand over hand mounted the steps as if ascending the main top of his vessel. Melville continues, Nor was the pulpit itself without a trace of the same sea taste that had achieved the latter. Its paneled front was in the likeness of a ship's bluff bows, and the Holy Bible rested on a projecting piece of scrollwork, fashioned after a ship's fiddle-headed beak. What could be full of more meaning? Melville asks. For the pulpit is ever this earth's foremost part. All the rest comes in its rear. The pulpit leads the world. From thence it is the storm of God's quick wrath is first descried, and the bow must bear the earliest brunt. From thence it is the God of breezes fair or foul is first invoked for favorable winds. Yes, yes, the world's a ship on its passage out, not a voyage complete, and the pulpit is It's Prowl. Well, that's from the pen of Melville. What a fascinating line he gives us. Did you hear it in that last paragraph I read? And the pulpit leads the world. Well, that's chapter 8, The Pulpit, from Melville's great novel. Some have called it, I know Dr. Sproul often called it, the great American novel, Moby Dick. Or the whale. And I'm Steve Nichols, and
0: thanks for listening to Five Minutes in Church History. For more information or to listen to past episodes, please visit Five Minutes in Church History.com.